Welcome to the Apostolic Keynote Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church. This message is by Colin Urquhart. Right, I have a question for you this morning. What is common to Jesus feeding the multitude, Jesus raising Lazarus, and Jesus instituting Holy Communion. What is common, what is, in other words, the same in in all three of those things? The feeding of the multitude, the raising of Lazarus, and instituting Holy Communion. actually a key element of faith. That what Jesus did on each of those occasions, before he performed a miracle that fed thousands of people, (coughs) before he restored somebody from the dead, and before he made it possible for people to receive all the virtue of his body and blood, through taking just a little piece of unleavened bread and a sip of wine, he gave thanks. Anybody get it right? Two senior members of staff. So, the important principle of faith is that Jesus gave thanks before the miracle, not after it. And that is how God teaches us to pray. We'll go through some of Paul's scriptures in a moment. We know that in everything we are to give thanks. And we can understand that as being thankful for all that God has done for us, all that he gives to us. It's obviously right to be thankful for all of that. But it's this essential element of faith that enables us to give thanks when we pray before we see anything happening and before we receive anything from the Lord. You remember Jesus stood before the tomb of Lazarus, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, I thank you that you've heard me and I know that you always hear me. When I was a young boy and just came to know the Lord, there was nobody that really taught me how to pray or anything like that. I was having to learn as I go. God had to be my teacher. And this is the first thing he taught me. 
that whenever I pray, to pray as Jesus prayed, and to say, Father, I thank you that you've heard me, and I know that you always hear me. Uh, and so it's, it's sort of been a, a natural thing for me in all these years since I first came to know the Lord, which would be well over 60 years ago, 60, nearly 70 years ago. So, <clears throat> Jesus taught us to pray. Whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So if we believe we have received it, we are thankful when we pray, not when the event happens. I mean, we can give thanks then, of course, as well. But we see the event already taking place in the spirit. We see it in the spirit before it actually happens. And in fact, if you don't pray like that, you're not actually praying with faith. Faith sees the answer. And uh, John says in his first epistle that if we know that he hears us, we know that we receive from him whatever we ask. So, <clears throat> there are some other important elements to prayer, but, and I'm not going to give a, a, a talk this morning on, on all those different elements, but just to focus on this thanksgiving. Because as we started this week, where the focus is on freedom, God said to me, this needs to be a week of thanksgiving before the event. Not just giving thanks on Sunday after the event. But if we really are approaching what is going to take place uh, in the church this weekend with faith, then we are thankful now we're thankful before the event. And that's not just giving God thanks because that's what we're supposed to do. It's got to be something that comes from the heart. We've got to be genuinely thankful because we genuinely believe that people are going to be set free. We see it with the eyes of the Spirit. I have a, a problem, I must confess, when, when uh, people are praying and praying and praying and asking God to do things and there's no element of thanksgiving at the end of the prayer. I want to say, well, let's give thanks. If we believe, we are thankful when we pray. So, <clears throat> for Paul... This was obviously a way of life. Just listen to a few of the things that he says uh, from the Truth Version. When he is writing to the Ephesians, he says, If you rejoice in the Lord, you will always be thanking your Heavenly Father for the way he orders your life. 
because you are so grateful that you live in Christ Jesus your Lord. Now that's a good place to start. That we thank God for the way he orders our lives. That doesn't mean that everything we do is necessarily what he wants and desires. Doesn't mean that we're perfectly obedient in every way. But he orders our life when we do stray from his best purposes, he brings us back. He is always absolutely consistent. It's as if, you know, God, in all of our lives, God goes in a straight line. And if we deviate from that straight line, he brings us back to the straight line. He's not going to move. He's not going to adapt his plan or his purpose for any of us. We have to adapt and come back to his will and purpose. And of course, that's what happens in a whole process of uh, something like the Freedom Course. That it's helping people to come back to that straight line of God's will and purpose for their lives. And that might mean facing particular issues which have been a problem, but it's more than that. It's not just problem-centered, it's Jesus-centered. It's wanting to walk in the freedom of being at one with Christ in the power of the Spirit so that the Word of God gets worked out in our lives. So then Paul says to the Philippians, pray about everything, listen to this, following your petitions with thanksgiving whenever you ask anything of God. Now you can see why I have a problem if I hear people praying and there's no thank you at the end. Because actually to be obedient to the word of God, we will be thanking him. You see, you've heard me say often that joy is the barometer of your faith. Thanksgiving is the demonstration of your faith. And the two go together in Scripture, the joy and the thanksgiving. So whenever we pray, no matter what we're asking of God, we are to be thanking him. I'll just read it once more. Pray about everything, following your petitions with thanksgiving whenever you ask anything of God. So there's going to be a lot more thanking him going on. Amen. I'm sure you do sometimes, but what the scripture says is every time you pray about anything, Every prayer you ever pray, every time you ever ask God for anything, you give thanks. Are we getting this? Then to the Colossians, uh, Paul says, He strengthened you with all the power of his glorious might, and it is this power at work in you that gives you patience, enabling you to persist in doing his will, and causes you to maintain your joy thanking God the Father for all he has done in you. You know, if you give something to someone 
and they don't respond with thankfulness, they don't show any appreciation, your attitude is, well, blow me, why should I give them anything more? But when people are genuinely thankful, that releases even more willingness in you to give to that person again. Now, if you put yourself in God's position, if he sees us just praying prayers and expecting or hoping something that will happen or just taking for granted all that he has done for us in Jesus, but there isn't that continual note of thanksgiving, God doesn't say, blow you. Why should I give you any more? But I think it grieves him that he does not see that generosity of heart, that thankfulness in our hearts, that faith that appreciates that everything that he does is a work of his mercy and grace. You see, this is the point, that we never ever deserve anything from him. So every time he gives us anything... It's either his mercy or his grace or both. Both are the expressions of his love, of course. So whenever we receive or whenever we pray to receive anything from God, whether it's for ourselves or for others, it's always to be with thanksgiving. I usually have a list of around 20 people that I pray for for healing every day. But every, every time I pray for them, I'm speaking thanksgiving over their lives. I'm thanking God for the healing. I'm not praying for them to be healed because Jesus has already done that. So I'm thanking them, thanking him for the healing that is being released into their lives even though they may be on the other side of the world, as some of them are, uh, that doesn't matter. Because if you're praying with faith, you're believing that an explosion of power is taking place in that person when you pray for him or her. If you don't believe that, then there's no point in praying. But if you believe that, you need to be thankful that that's what's happening. Do we have any believers in the room this morning? Okay. So when he's writing to Colossians, Paul says, you have been rooted in him, so now grow up in him. Let your trust in him continue to grow stronger as you live in the good of what you have been taught and let your hearts overflow with thankfulness to God. An overflowing heart of thankfulness. You see, I've been teaching you in these last few weeks about the first minute. First minute when you were saved, the first minute when, whenever we pray or worship, how we can be thankful to God for all that he has done to make us holy, pure, blameless, without sin, without fault, without guilt in his sight. 
Now, it's in the Old Testament that we're told to come into the courts of praise, which is really the spacious place, is the place of praise, through the gate of thanksgiving. So, we, we haven't got the, um, the visuals up this morning. But you remember there was that space between the world and the spacious place, that white area. Well, that's the place of mercy, but it's also the place of thanksgiving. That you thank God for all that he has done so that in that one minute you go into the spacious place, you stand with God in the spacious place, at one with him, total fellowship with him, unity with him, made holy, perfect, righteous, blameless in his sight. Now, all that is worthy of overflowing with thankfulness every day. Because no matter what has been happening in the world, no matter what challenges you've had, no matter even if you think you've failed God in some way, all that failure is put behind you. Everything you see that is not free is dealt with in that one minute, actually. So it's great that people go through a course on freedom, but following that course on freedom, they need to understand the first minute. So that every time they pray, they're living in complete freedom from all the negatives that could ever arise in their lives. You know, having been set free, we want to walk in freedom. Amen? So having faith to believe uh, what God has done and, and accomplished for us through his mercy and grace is absolutely essential to a life of freedom. You know, I fail God sometimes like you fail God sometimes. But God doesn't judge us, God doesn't condemn us because there's no condemnation for us. Uh, because we're in Christ Jesus, and there can't be any condemnation in Christ. And we've seen, you see, that God's purpose is for us to know who we are in that spacious place and then to take the life of that spacious place, to take the unity and the relationship that we have with him out into the world, because we're still in Christ in the world. But you see, when we stand in the spacious place, we're in the perfection of Christ. And the perfection of Christ is in us at that moment. That's the significant point, really, in having encounter with God. You see, every time we pray, every time we worship, if we believe what God has done for us through his blood and by his spirit, then we have encounter with him. Whether you experience anything or not, encounter isn't the same as experience. Encounter is, 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 you can have encounter with the truth, and the truth can set you free without necessarily having some experience. Sometimes you experience, sometimes you don't experience. But it's not the experience that matters, it's the faith encounter that matters. Are you there? God sets me free whether I have an experience of being set free or not. It's a question of faith. Do I believe I have been set free? 
Do I believe the word of God? Do I believe what he has accomplished through his blood? Do I believe what he does by the power of his spirit? If I do believe, I'm thankful. But I'm thankful before the event. I don't wait until after the event. Because I know the faithfulness of God. And even if I'm faithless, he remains faithful. Amen? He is always faithful in his covenant relationship with us. I'm only reminding you of what you know, but as I often say to you, it's not what you know that matters, it's what you do with what you know. Amen? So later in Colossians, Paul says, as members of the one body of Christ, you have been called to live at peace with all the other members, so let the peace of Christ be a guiding principle in your life, and always be thankful to God. Say always. Always be thankful to God. I believe it's that thankfulness that keeps us in the peace of God, even when we're in challenging times, even when, you know, everything that's happening to us in the world would normally completely undermine peace. But we can maintain that sense of peace as we maintain that thankfulness that God is greater than the circumstances. And no matter what the challenge is, God will always bring us through the challenges. Even if we go through the deepest valley, he will always bring us through that valley and out onto a new mountaintop. Always. Hallelujah, somebody thought but forgot to say. Then a little later, Paul says, be sure that no matter what you say or do, you are able to do everything in the name of Jesus because you do what pleases him and you do it with thankfulness to God the Father because of all you receive in his Son. Whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him, is the NIV. In everything, in everything you say, everything you do, with thankfulness. Praise God. If we can't do it with thankfulness, we probably shouldn't be doing it at all. <laughs> it's a pre pretty good test, isn't it? Hallelujah. Then again, a little later in Colossians, he says, be sure that you are devoted in prayer, that you have a disciplined prayer life so that you are alert spiritually living in dependence on the Lord and thankful to him in all things. Paul keeps on, doesn't he, in all, in all things, all the time, every occasion, give thanks. And probably the, the most commonly quoted of these scriptures about thanksgiving is from Thessalonians when he says, give thanks in all circumstances. Pray continually. You know, rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So it's God's will for you in Christ always to be thankful. So we can thank God for thankful hearts. Do you have a thankful heart? Well, when you think about it, but you see, 
What I'm saying is that God wants this element of thankfulness to be such a part of us that we don't have to think about it. It's instinctive. That whenever we pray, we give thanks. I mean, I, I don't think I could ever pray without giving thanks. It's, over all these years, it's become such an instinctive part of who I am. I, I don't claim any virtue for that. It's simply that I've done it for a long time. And if you do it, it will become an instinctive part of your life. Always giving thanks. And I, I told some of the students yesterday morning, because we had, a, we had a little bit of a preview of this yesterday, didn't you? Uh, in the worship time. Uh, that um, I was hearing some testimony on Sunday evening uh, from uh, someone, this is in the secular environment, not even in uh, a Christian context, although the person who is talking to me is a Christian. But in dealing with people in need in the world, teaching them to give thanks, even though they're not to have a, an attitude of gratitude, which is how it's put. And how, uh, most amazing testimonies. I mean, I mentioned one yesterday morning where a young woman with anorexia, simply by giving thanks after three days, began to eat normally. It's amazing, you see, how giving thanks changes your whole perception of what is going on. And that's just in the natural level, you know, not, not a spiritual level. But to give thanks to God because we're grateful to God for all that God has done is simply much more powerful, isn't it? And then, of course, we have the example of the heavenly host. Because before the throne of God, we know they're worshipping, we know they're praising, but they're also giving thanks. Listen, whenever the living creatures, they're the closest, whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to the one who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall before him and place their crowns before the throne, saying, you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory, honor, and power, because you created all things, and it is by your will that they came into existence and were created. Hallelujah. They give glory, honor, and thanks to God continually. Now, I'm not going to speak any longer because I don't want to confuse the message or complicate the message. I just want us all to really understand that this is something that we now apply to our lives and we will do. And if you have a week of thanksgiving this week, 
Next week you will have another week of thanksgiving and the week after that you will have another week of thanksgiving and you'll come back at the beginning of next term giving thanks as a way of life. So I'm just going to finish by reading part of Psalm 107 from the Passion Version. I must confess I don't use this version very often, but I just happened to look, because this is a great psalm, Psalm 107, great psalm of thanksgiving, that it doesn't matter what God's people got up to, he sorted them out. And they gave thanks to him. So just listen up and then we're going to pray. Let everyone give all their praise and thanks to the Lord. For here's why. He's better than anyone could ever imagine. Yes, he's always so loving and kind, and it never ends. So go ahead, let everyone know it. Tell the world how he broke through and delivered you from the power of darkness and has gathered us together from all over the world. He has set us free to be his very own. Some of us once wandered in the wilderness like desert nomads with no direction or dwelling place. Starving, thirsting, staggering, we became desperate and filled with despair. Then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us, and he did. He led us right into a place of safety and abundance, a suitable city to dwell in. Spacious place. So lift your hands and thank God for his marvelous kindness and for all his miracles of mercy for those he loves. How he satisfies the souls of thirsty ones and fills the hungry with all that is good. Some of us once sat in darkness, living in the dark shadows of death. We were prisoners to our pain, chained to our regrets. For we rebelled against God's word and rejected the wise counsel of the Most High. So he humbled us through our circumstances, watching us as we stumbled with no one there to pick us back up. Our own pain became our punishment. Then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us, and he did. His light broke through the darkness, and he led us out in freedom from death's dark shadow and snapped every one of our chains. So lift your hands and give thanks to God for his marvelous kindness and for his miracles of mercy for those he loves. For he smashed through heavy prison doors and shattered the steel bars that held us back just to set us free. Some of us were such fools, bringing on ourselves sorrow and suffering, all because of our sins. Sick and feeble, unable to stand the sight of food, we drew near to the gates of death. Then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us, and he did. God spoke the words, be healed, and we were healed, delivered from death's door. So lift your hands and give thanks to God for his marvelous kindness and for his miracles of mercy for those he loves. Bring your praise as an offering and your thanks as a sacrifice as you sing your story of miracles with a joyful song. 
Some of us set sail upon the sea to faraway ports, transporting our goods from ship to shore. We were witnesses of God's power out in the ocean deep. We saw breathtaking wonders upon the high seas. For when God spoke, he stirred up a storm, lifting high the waves with hurricane winds. Ships were tossed by swelling sea, rising to the sky, then dropping down to the depths, reeling like drunkards, spinning like tops, everyone at their wit's end until even sailors despaired of life, cringing in terror. Then we cried out, Lord, help us, rescue us, and he did. God stilled the storm, calmed the waves, and he hushed the hurricane winds to only a whisper. So we were relieved, so glad, as he guided us safely to harbor in a quiet haven. So lift up your hands and give thanks to God for his marvelous kindness and for his miracles of mercy for those he loves. Let's exalt him on high and lift up our praises in public. Let all the people and the leaders of the nations know how wonderful and great is Yahweh our God. Amen. Come on, let's stand. Praise God. Hallelujah. The one who is always faithful to save, to heal, to deliver. Praise you, Jesus. Pura la basantaria letto colosotori santum. Vaparia letto colosotori santaria letto colosotori santum. Vaparia letto colosotori santaria lena masitama. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Corolla basantaria letto colosotori santum. Vaparia letto colosotori santaria letto colosotori santum. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. O papara zatoria letto colosotori santum. O papara zatoria letto colosotori santum. Vaparia letto colosotori santaria lena. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bupapapara sandaria letto colosotori sandum. Bupapapara zatu colosotori sandum. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Curaria letto colosotori sandaria lena masandum. Bupaparia letto colosotori sandum. Calaria letto colosotori sandaria lena masotori sandum. Paparia letto colosotori sandum. Vapari letto colosotori sandari letto colosotori sandam Vapari letto colosotori santo banto rosotom Yes 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 Praise you Jesus Praise you Jesus Thank you Lord Thank you Lord Pura la basantari letto colosato paparazandam Vopapaparazandari letto colosotori santum Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Poraria letto colosotori sandaria letto colosotori sandum. Vapaparia letto colosotori sandaria letto colosotum. Vapaparra sandaria letto colosotori sandum. 
Vapaparia Zato, Vapapacalazito, the Sandaria Lenoma, Vaparia Leto Golazoto, the Sandaria Leto Golazoto, Basta Galaria Leto Golazoto, the Santo. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. For all of us, Sandaria Lenoma, Almighty One. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Let's just be still for a moment. Okay, now thank God that he has sanctified you, that he has made you holy. Not he will make you holy, not that you will become more and more holy, but he has sanctified you, he has made you holy. Even as he is holy. When God says, be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. He's not asking us to do something impossible. He's asking us to live in the good of what he's done. So don't, don't look at yourself, you know, apart from him. See yourself in him. You're living in the Holy One, and the Holy One is living in you. So thank God for your holiness. You see, as you stand in the spacious place, you stand made holy. Amen. Out in the world, you might not do everything that is holy. You might not express that holiness perfectly. But here, in the spacious place, in Christ Jesus, you are holy. Thank Him. You're a holy child of God. Made one with the Holy Father. You know, the Holy Father can only give birth to holy children. He can't give birth, he can't give new birth to unholy children. He gives birth to holy children. Hallelujah. So thank him. Praise you, Jesus. I mean, believe it. <laughs> As you thank him, you believe it. Thank you, Lord, you have made me holy. I am a holy child of God. I belong to the Holy Father. I belong in the holy place. I belong in the holy of holies because you have made me holy. Now, you might want to pray that that holiness will impact the way you live more and more. Amen? You can pray that, Lord, I want that holiness to impact my soul life, even be revealed in my, through my body increasingly. But I thank you that you have made me holy, that I am a holy child of God.
It's a very quiet Thanksgiving, I think. This is such an amazing miracle. It's, it's worth greater thanks than that, isn't it? That Jesus Christ is your holiness. <coughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's not a holiness of your own. You are holy because Jesus Christ is your holiness. And you have the spirit of holiness upon you, within you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, when Jesus was praying for all those who would become believers through the testimony of the apostles, which includes us, he said to the Father, I have given them the glory that you gave me. So thank the Lord he has given you the glory. Now, the scripture says, you know, he's transforming us into his likeness with increasing glory. That's the outworking of it. But he can only transform us into his likeness in increasing glory because he's already given us his glory. So thank him now. Thank him. He has given you his glory. The glory that belonged to Jesus, the Father has also given to you. Jesus has given to you the same glory that the Father gave to him. Doesn't matter how you put it. So thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, you have made me holy. Thank you that you've given me the glory. <clears throat> given me your glory, Lord. It's not my glory. It's no, there's nothing glorious about me in, in the natural, but it's your glory in me. Thank you that you have given me the glory so I can live for your glory. Hallelujah. You can be glorified in the things I say and the things I do because you've given me the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. So, Lord, just as I pray that I will see your holiness impacting what I do more and more, so I pray that your glory will impact all that I say and do more and more. That that which I have in my relationship and unity with you will be expressed increasingly in my life. Come on, pray it. With thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. This is what you will work in me. Because this is your will for me. You declare it in your word that this is your will for me in Christ Jesus. So I give you glory, I give you honor, I give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You have made me holy. You have given me your glory. I don't have to strive to acquire what you have already given. I can just be thankful that you've already given me your holiness and your glory. Hallelujah. 
Kora la basandaria leto golazotari sandoma. Come on, I, I want to hear more, more thanksgiving. Oh, wonderful Lord, wonderful, wonderful Lord. Now the scripture says it is for freedom Christ has set us free. So thank Lord that you do have perfect freedom in Christ Jesus. Perfect freedom. Okay, you need to see more of the holiness outworked. You need to see more of the glory outworked. You need to see more of the freedom outworked. But you're seeing more outworked of what you already have in Christ. You have the holiness. You have the glory. You have the freedom. It is for freedom Christ has set us free. You are called to be free, therefore. Thank you. Come on, thank him for your freedom. Thank him for your freedom. Thank him for your freedom. Paparazato, paparazato, papakalazitaba. Paparazato, papakalazito di sandama. Thank you, Jesus. Perfect freedom in Christ Jesus. Freedom from sin, freedom from Satan, freedom from sickness. Freedom from bondage. Oh, hallelujah. Pura la basandari elena masandora baturaba. Papaparazato papapakalazito di sandoma. Perfect freedom. Thank you, Lord. This is a week of perfect freedom in Christ Jesus. Thank you for all that are going to be set free in their soul life, in their body life, because of what you have done in the Spirit. Praise your holy name. Bless your holy name. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Right now, thank the Lord that he's made you righteous. We become the righteousness of God. Why? Because Jesus Christ is our righteousness. You don't have any righteousness of your own. Self-righteousness is as filthy rags, but you have his righteousness. Can you thank him? Lord, thank you. You have made me righteous that I have the righteousness of Christ. He is my righteousness. As I stand in the spacious place with you, I stand in the place of perfect righteousness. Now, Lord, I want to see more of the holiness outworked in my life. I want to see more of the glory outworked in my life. I want to see more of the freedom outworked in my life. And I want to see more of the righteousness outworked in my life. But, Lord, thank you that that means I'm seeing the outworking of what I already have. I already have the holiness. I already have the glory. I already have the freedom. And I already have the righteousness in Christ Jesus. And I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Come on, come on. It's a great thing. Great thing to be righteous, to be made righteous. Now thank Him for the blood that's made all this possible. Come on, thank Him for the blood. Thank you, Lord, for your blood. Thank you for the blood that covers all my unholiness. Thank you for the blood that covers everything that is not glorious. Thank you for the blood that covers every bondage and sets me free. Thank you for the blood that covers all unrighteousness. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you for the blood that sets us free. Oh, it's not noisy enough in here. It's too quiet. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Sarabatoria leto golazotari sandama. O papaparazato golazotari sandama. Barandaria leto golazotari sandaria leto golazotaba. Now we thank you, Lord, that whenever we pray, we give thanks. Hallelujah. Because we believe, even before we see any of the evidence of the answer to our prayer, we believe in the power of the Spirit. And so we thank you. We thank you that you always hear us. That you always hear us. We pray those words of Jesus. Father, thank you that you've heard me and I know that you always hear me. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you always hear me. Thank you that you're never deaf to my prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you answer every prayer of faith. Praise your holy name. Bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's got too quiet again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. So now thank him for his mercy. Thank him for his mercy. And thank him for his grace because every answer to prayer is a work of his mercy and grace. So come on, thank him for that mercy and grace. Thank you that you stand in that spacious place through his mercy and grace. Thank you that everything he does in that first minute is his mercy and grace. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Pura la basandaria leto golazotari santuma. Balandaria leto golazotari sandaria leno masotari santo. Bastacalaria leto golazotari santuma. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Kulalabasandaria leto golazotari santuma. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now thank the Lord for his faithfulness. Thank him for his faithfulness to you, to you personally. Not just that he is faithful, but thank him for his faithfulness to you. He has always proved himself faithful to you. Always. Come on, come on, come on. Let's give him thanks. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Pura la basandaria leto golazotto di santuma. Basta calaria leto golazotto di santo. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Pura la basandaria leto golazotto di santuma. Yes, 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 yes. I praise you, I exalt you, I glorify you. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Okay, now, just thank him for whatever else you need to thank him for. For his compassion, loving kindness and patience. His authority and power that he invests in you. Ooh, there's so much to thank him for, isn't there? Every day there's so much to thank him for. Thank him for the name of Jesus that you have the authority to pray in his name, to speak in his name, to act in his name. Oh, whatever you do, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Thank you, Lord, we're able to do everything, everything we say, everything we do, in your name, with your authority, with your power. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Now, we're going to sum this up by thanking him for his love. 
every one of these things that we thank God for this morning is the outworking of his love. The holiness, the glory, the freedom, everything. The mercy, the grace, the righteousness, the authority, the power that he invests in us. All is the outworking of his love. So we're not going to take his love for granted. But every day our hearts are going to overflow with thanksgiving for his love. In his love he is with us always. In his love he never leaves us, never forsakes us. In his love he always hears us. In his love he draws us into the spacious place to have fellowship and to meet with him. In his love he goes with us out into the world. He sends us as he sent the first disciples into the world in the good of all that we have in Christ. But he goes with us to enable us, to equip us, to help us, to strengthen us in the things of the Spirit. All the outworking of his love. So just thank him now. Come, let's, let's hear it, shall we? Thank you, Lord for this amazing love, amazing grace, amazing love, that you've lavished your grace upon us, you've lavished your love upon us, that we should be called the children of God, and that is what we are, hallelujah, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known, but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, praise you, Jesus. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because we obey his commands and do what pleases him. And this is his command, to believe in the name of his Son, <coughs> Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he commanded us. Those who obey his commands live in him and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the Spirit he gives us, he gave us. Hallelujah. We know that we live in him and he in us because he has given us of his Spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him and he in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. <clears throat> God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in him. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. And this is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. <clears throat> Praise your holy name. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. And we live in him, and he lives in us. Come on, let's praise him as we finish. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. Bless you, bless you, bless you, Lord. Amen. 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 Come on, shout hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. This is a good week. And next week will be a good week. And the week after will be a good week. And the week after that will be a good week. Because it's Christmas. <laughs> no, because we're in Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.